Welcome back to Daily PBJ Devotional. If you're reading along the Old Testament with us this year, read Genesis 28, Esther 4, and Psalm 27. This devotional is about Genesis 28. So Isaac called for Jacob and blessed him. Do not take a wife from the Canaanite women, he commanded. Go at once to Paddan Aram, to the house of your mother's father, Bethuel, and take a wife from among the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, so that you may become a company of peoples. And may he give the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants, so that you may possess the land where you dwell as a foreigner, the land God gave to Abraham. So Isaac sent Jacob to Paddan Aram, to Laban, son of Bethuel, the Aramean, the brother of Rebekah, who was the mother of Jacob and Esau. Now Esau learned that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him to Padnaram to take a wife there, commanding him, Do not marry a Canaanite woman, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and mother and gone to Padnaram. And seeing that his father Isaac disapproved of the Canaanite women, Esau went to Ishmael and married Mahalath, the sister of Nebaioth, and daughter of Abraham's son Ishmael, in addition to the wives he already had. Meanwhile, Jacob left Beersheba and set out for Haran. On reaching a certain place, he spent the night there because the sun had set. And taking one of the stones from that place, he put it under his head and lay down to sleep. And Jacob had a dream about a ladder that rested on the earth with its top reaching up to heaven. And God's angels were going up and down the ladder. And there at the top, the Lord was standing and saying, I am the Lord, the God of your father Abraham, and the God of Isaac. I will give you and your descendants the land on which you now lie. Your descendants will be like the dust of the earth, and you will spread out to the west and east and north and south. All the families of the earth will be blessed through you and your offspring. Look, I am with you, and I will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. When Jacob woke up, he thought, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I was unaware of it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. Early the next morning, Jacob took the stone that he had placed under his head, and he set it up as a pillar. He poured oil on top of it, and he called that place Bethel, though previously the city had been named Luz. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me and watch over me on this journey, and if he will provide me with food to eat and clothes to wear, so that I may return safely to my father's house, then the Lord will be my God. And this stone I have set up as a pillar will be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give you a tenth. This is God's word. Jacob's name means cheater. He was named this because of the prenatal prophecy that his older twin brother would serve him, and because he came out of the womb grasping at Esau's heel. Jacob lived up to the name, too, buying Esau's birthright cheaply and deceiving Isaac to get the firstborn's blessing. Here in Genesis 28, Jacob is leaving home for two reasons. The stated reason for his leaving, was to find a wife in his mother's extended family. We saw that in verses 1-5. through The real reason he left, however, was to save his life from Esau's desire for revenge, as we saw in Genesis 27. Jacob went with Isaac's blessing, both the blessing of the firstborn that he deceived Isaac into giving him, 
and a specific blessing for success in his mission. We saw that in verses 3 and 4. Was Jacob feeling good about his life? Was he excited about finding a woman to marry and transitioning more fully into adulthood? Or did he feel guilt about his deceptive ways, anxiety about whether or not he would find a woman he wanted to marry, and fear about Esau's hunting him down? We don't know the answer to any of these questions. What we do know is that he was about to experience some of the same deceptive treatment that he had distributed to others. How would he fare against the deceptions of Laban? God began preparing the man, Jacob, to become a man of faith. Although he and Rebekah manipulated and deceived Isaac into blessing Jacob, it was God's desire that mattered, not the human blessing of Isaac. So God vividly appeared to Jacob in our chapter and promised that the covenant blessing of Abraham would be his. We saw that in verses 10 through 15. Had Isaac succeeded in blessing Esau, it wouldn't have mattered because God's decree was for Jacob to receive the blessing of the firstborn. Jacob received God's blessing by faith and personally made a covenant with God himself. We saw that in verses 20 through 22. His father's God had now revealed himself to Jacob, and Jacob believed. If he was feeling guilt, anxiety, or fear before now, he should have gotten great peace and reassurance from the vision we read about in today's passage. God would be with him. Everything would be well because of God's promises. Jacob had no idea what joys and hard tests awaited him when he arrived at Paddan Aram. But God did. So God revealed himself to Jacob and called him to live by faith in God's promises. Although there would be difficult, painful days ahead, Jacob had God's promises to carry him through. Does that sound familiar? Whatever trials you're experiencing today or may encounter tomorrow, do you believe that God loves you and will keep his promises to you? Then lean on that. Hope in God and wait for his deliverance. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day today.